<laughs> yo, 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 what it do, what it do. It's your boy, Yellow the Poet. I am here with Miss B. And Miss B, I tell you, she is the founder of um, Soul and Healing. She has done some light empowerment, and you will learn what light empowerment is. I actually know what that is, but I want you to hear it from her straight from the woman's mouth. So please, Ms. B, thank you for being here. Definitely welcome you to YTP Entertainment. Please enlighten the audience on what it is that you do. Well, thank you for having me on your show, Yellow. Um, so excuse my voice, it might drop a little bit or might get a little, because you know, I've got a bit of a cold. Um, but yes, I am a, um, um, I call myself a soul empowerment coach and light configurator. And people are like, well, what does that mean? Well, it's in the wording, right? It is. So I help people, <laughs> I empower people uh, back to the grid of their own soul, so to speak. Yeah, because it's all about empowering yourself. Because in this day and age, many people have disempowered themselves, given their power away. And I always say, do you truly live your life or are you being lived? Because there, there's a big difference. Yes. Yeah. And it's it's returning to your authentic nature, returning to who you are without the conditioning, without the social conditioning, so to speak. Because, oh, my goodness, there's so much of that going on. It's like, how do how do how do you live your life? How should I live my life? Yes. You know? And it's just by being honest with yourself and just being true to yourself, not how other people would want you to be, but how you choose to be. And I always say it doesn't matter how you how other people feel about you. It's how you feel about yourself. That's the most important thing. It doesn't matter if others don't understand you. You have to understand you. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And the, the light configurator configurator part is that i i speak light language mm -hmm. and so i often do it with my uh healing bowls my alchemy sound healing bowls but um often without as well and it's never the same there are always different beings coming through and i always say to people it's like gerbil language you won't understand it you don't have to understand it on a conscience level but on a soul level your soul understands and commences to heal. And that's the most important thing. Now, I've had people cry. I've had people be speechless, silent. And it's just, it's been so overwhelming for them and overpowering, but in a positive sense. And it's, I've had some amazing results. I've had someone who, bless her heart, she, I did it just, I did it for five minutes on her. And she had such a fear of going into surgery the next day. She's like, I went in, no issues. She's like, it's just phenomenal what you do. So awesome. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I love it. Did you know that um, um, in our history, our probably kind of recent history, Bruce Lee used to actually do the same thing to heal himself after a battle with martial arts or training. He used to do the same thing. Really? I didn't know he did light language. Yes. That's that's amazing. <laughs> it was one of those untold stories. Um, it was in a, 
an interview with his son, I believe. It was either his son or his wife, but one of them would talk about how he would do the he how he would use the light language and also yeah. meditation to actually heal himself. So yes. <laughs> That's I'll be happy to give a demo later. <laughs> awesome. And I would love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> So what I'm looking at, what I'm from, what I'm hearing, a lot of what you're teaching as far as the light language is concerned, follows the first law of nature, which is self-preservation. So when we're doing self-preservation, we're getting to know who we are, what we are, and getting in touch with our um, inner self, our soul, yeah. our senses, and things of that nature. And it sounds like doing light language kind of coincides with that yeah it does you know i work a lot with the ascended masters and and the one thing that saint germain says and i love him because he's got a quirky sense of humor uh, he says life is really simple it's a return life is a return to love nothing more nothing less yes that's it <laughs> and you know it's, that is so true because if we loved ourselves enough Mm -hmm. right without the conditions then we would love others unconditionally as well uh -huh. but we don't because everything's got conditions we've got the ego we believe in separation and that's just like it's just mind-blowing because we're not separate you know i don't even all these 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 labels that people have have been subjected to mm. i don't care what color you are i don't care what nationality you are yes. i don't care if you're an alien you yes. know but we are all the same and people are like yeah but we're not i said yeah we may express ourselves differently yes. but the light the soul within our physical embodiment is the same yeah. there is no difference there isn't there isn't that is so true i 100 agree with you <laughs> actually yeah, I, but it's I done by design true. right it's yeah. done so by design that's true that is so true. But at the same time, um, a lot of people's interpretations has been distorted by the things that were that we were stripped of as humans. And that's where people fail to understand. They don't understand that a lot of things that we were stripped of as humans altered our process of thinking. And we yeah. to understand those things. Like when you start talking about light language, when you're talking about higher beings or higher self and you're talking about the soul some people are just not in tune or in touch with that and they feel like this is a total total alienated topic to them and they feel so they it brings about a fear and they are afraid to even talk about it or even try and attempt to get into it <laughs> oh let's not talk about fear yellow <laughs> fear is an illusion right i mean we yes. know that it means false evidence appearing real mm -hmm. and several weeks ago they gave me well it also means either falling endlessly mm -hmm. or a rising revolutionary yes. so what are you going to do are you <laughs> going to give into that fear because fear is is and it's funny because i i wrote this in my second book that's uh, coming out later this year mm -hmm. and the ascendant master saint germain is funny he's like well fear is the lord shen to your to your muted kung fu panda 
Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> or it's like, you know, fear is the Darth Vader to your Jedi. <laughs> yes, that is so true. <laughs> it's it's yes, just indeed. an illusion. And it just is a barrier that, um, it's that barrier that doesn't allow you to live the life you truly want to live. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're energy. You can change you can change your life at any point in time if you take responsibility for all your experiences. Yes, People seem to forget that, well, you know, in this life, you've chosen this life and you may say you have not because you've yes. forgotten, right? Because you've been yeah. whacked on the head yes. upon <laughs> incarnating, right? You pop out yeah. the womb, cold turkey, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we commence living our lives. But it's, it's yeah, we just totally forget who we are and we get lost in this complete maze this this earthly jungle of life huh? uh not even remembering who we are and why we came here in the first place yes indeed that is so true oh my goodness i love you i love you <laughs> i promise you my wife won't beat me up for saying that but oh my it's goodness. okay <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness oh so I actually do what's known as energy bending. My wife, she actually practices Wicca. So oh, amazing. So, yep. So we actually combine the information of the two and see yep. if we can create something different from what we've actually experienced. And I must say it's working well. <laughs> it's uh, working of course well. it is. But you know, it's funny because Technically speaking, it's ancient knowledge. And yes. what you're just doing is putting that ancient knowledge back together. It's yes. like pieces of the puzzle. Yes. Yeah. Because we talk, and that's why we live in such transformational times where the holistic will have more of a forefront oh. and more of the ancient knowledge will be coming through yes. to, to people that want to work with that. So that would include you and your wife. And I think yes. that is amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so so much. Oh my goodness, this is this is awesome because I don't get to to talk to many people that actually understand this level of of energy of um, spiritual knowledge. Speaking on the soul is not a lot of people in the world that I talk to that actually understand yeah. where this comes from, what it does the inner workings there's a lot of people that's just so lost to this type of information this is truly a blessing this is yeah. this is truly a blessing <laughs> that's because it, people it, are so lost in that 3d that third dimensional frequency still mm -hmm. you know and then we call about we talk about that fear of change yes where it's like oh my god everything is collapsing well uh actually Yes, it's a beautiful thing that it's collapsing because you live in this superficial, this artificial world, uh -huh. right? And I always say you live in this we we live in this glass box of uh, <laughs> because Terra is Earth of a terrarium. Yeah, <laughs> we, me and my, me and my group of friends who I studied with ever since I was a little boy, we say mm. extra Terra Astrios. So. <laughs> God, that's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good one. People, but a lot of people don't understand when we say that what that means. I mean, 
you have beings that come here to our planet and they teach us things that we would have not normally known anything about so you take that knowledge and you take that godfather knowledge and you utilize that knowledge and you'll be surprised how much you yourself advance in this world yes you have to take those steps you have yes you do if you don't take those steps you'll never know what the world is like um another thing we was talking about was it's funny how people talk about bad people talk about negativity people talk about all these things and at the same time you believe in sectism so when you're looking at sectism you're talking about people that are of this religion that religion this Mm -hmm. class of people that class of people this group of people that group so it's kind of like you picking a click over picking what we really are the energy that we should actually be focused on you picking that over this and you're so lost because that click all of these people think the same way that you do and you don't understand that there's a lot more outside of that box than what you've been taught absolutely and that's these labels and that's why i always say it's funny i always say this right you know earth only two things earth the only planet in the multiverse in this part of the universe where you have to pay to live right you (laughs) incarnate and you've got to pay to live second (laughs) (laughs) that's funny (laughs) i like that well yeah you do and you know i always say well earth well, if you want to incarnate here, well, welcome to the ins- insane asylum, <laughs> you know, where you're being fed your meds, yeah, being fed your meds, and you've got to stay in the psych ward, right? Uh, until one day you realize, oh, wait a minute, there's more to life. You know, you get off your meds, you sneak out the psych ward, and you hop over the fence, and you start living your life exactly. truly in your soul yes yes and everything everyone in the psych ward thinks you're nuts well that's all right yes okay it's quite all right <laughs> let them think it let them think whatever they want to because <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll take i'll take that quantum leap over that staying stagnant any day <laughs> absolutely absolutely and i think you know right now it's it's all about healing and and many people are so stuck in their ways Mm -hmm. that when something surfaces what do they do well they take medication or they try and deviate away but everyone is a reflection of one another we're all teachers of one another and we're all walking you know one another home and it's all about expanding your consciousness and understanding life it doesn't matter what you go through because i've been through my share of trauma since a kid Mm -hmm. and i didn't deal with it and so i always say one bit of trauma creates another bit of trauma Mm -hmm. because it just keeps on going because (laughs) you are your own biggest dis-ease right because your soul is not aligned within your body and it's just like you just feel (laughs) ill and um but you have to take responsibility for your yes. for all of your experiences, regardless yes. of what has happened to you. Yes. Right. And so when everything, when your emotions surface, just feel them, you know, feel them to heal them rather than whack them all them back in. Because all you're going to do is end up hurting yourself and creating a, you know, 
I always say, a, a, you know, a disease within yourself or an illness. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand that their energy, right? Because they think they're just a physical essence, but they're but they're not, right? You're the you're the captain of your own ship. Yes. You decide how you live your life because your yes. energy. And the mind is the most powerful tool we have. Yes, it is. Because that where we that this is where we commence to create. Now you can either build something positive or think something negative all the time, you know? And if something happens to you and you remain in that victimhood, well, well, look at how your life will turn out. <laughs> it's a choice. It really, really it is, is a choice. It is a choice. Because yeah, people don't understand that they're divine alchemists mm-hmm. and alchemists in the Renaissance period. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they turned lead to gold, mm-hmm. but it also means that turning the heaviness within yourself, mm-hmm. the heaviness of all your experiences, that you alchemize these mm-hmm. and turn them to gold, to that you you know you become more enlightened. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. It's, it's not rocket science. But they also don't understand, too, that in order for you to have that balance, the negative and the positives must align. If they don't align, then you don't actually have a balance. You can't expect to only have positive or to only have negative. These things happen for a reason, and they're constantly leading us to where we're supposed to connect to because each energy is the portion of a bigger puzzle and as long as we channel into these energies we're getting closer and closer and closer to something that right now we don't have any knowledge of what we're connecting to but once you get into it where you're supposed to be you will you'll have Mm -hmm. that knowledge of where you're supposed to be but you have to get into it first (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but that's why we live in a in a world of duality. Without duality, we wouldn't understand, you know, the, the light and the darkness. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 the thing. People always say to me, "Well, how can you forgive these people? You know, you went, you were abused as a child. How can you forgive these people?" And then I'm always like, "Well, how can I not? If I were to walk around with such bitterness towards everyone that's done me wrong." Mm-hmm then I couldn't move on. No, they have been teachers of mine. They've been reflections of mine. Mm-hmm. And I love them. Every single one of them. I love them for having been in my life because if that had not been the case, I would not be who I am today. And that is far more valuable than remaining living in that superficiality of self. I always say living in the shallow puddles of yourself mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. what do you achieve? nothing restraints restraints yes exactly all you're doing is you're Just restraining yourself, yourself from growing <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely you def because i too was it came from an abusive lifestyle and yep. bullying and yep people always trying to taunt me or doing yep. something crazy it was always something as i was growing up and it seems to happen to the people who are already in a position to understand who they are and where they're going it seems to happen to those people the most yes and at a young age i used to be able to, i used to be extremely clairvoyant to the point to whereas it was like i was literally standing in front of the person 
that I'm talking to and they could be actually behind me and I could tell them what color they have on, what they have on from head to toe. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost it and I'm trying to regain that back. And now it's it's kind of like coming back now because I'm getting more in depth into my energy thing. I got a bunch of stuff right now. Like <laughs> I get more and it's more. not it's but you know what? Um it's never lost. It's merely that you have covered it up and all you need to do is recover that gem of a light. Yes. You know? Yeah. And it's just a healing process and that's okay. But it's there. It's yes, it definitely is. there. It is. And thank goodness. You just I, gotta work for it a little bit. That's all. <laughs> I, at least I know it's not going. Thank goodness. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I will tell you a funny story. A funny story with my light language. I had several people trying to help me, um, uh, light language healers. Mm -hmm. And he kept saying to me, well, you know, you're in the, you're in the garage. The tools are there, right? But you need to fix the car with the right tools. Right. And then I, I had a face-to-face, -face, um, uh, workshop session with a, a, a beautiful soul called, um, Siobhan Purcell. She's amazing. And I said, whatever you do, I do not care. I said, you kick me over the edge. And she did. She's like, and now you're going to speak it. And I was like, blah, blah, blah. you know, I was going like that. <laughs> but it did. It came out. It came out. <laughs> and it's only because yeah. of a past life. In a past life in Lemuria, where I was a mermaid, um, and I'm actually from the Syrian star belt. Oh, wow. But, um, so not the main, but somewhere on the outer fringes. Oh. And um, when Atlantis already existed, I was captured by the Atlanteans, mm -hmm. by the sons of Belial. So you have the law of one, we're spiritual, mm -hmm. and then the sons of Belial, who are the engineers and scientists. Yes. I mean, look at the world today. Oh, it hasn't stopped. <laughs> it's history repeating itself. But I had to, what they created were hybrids and they were not supposed to be doing that. Exactly. And so people think like the half minotaurs that they did not exist. Well, they did. Yes, they did. They yes. did. I have seen them in the astral form and they are, they were actually wonderful. Mm. They actually saved my life, but I, I've seen many other hybrids and it, it's, I have what, ha what I had to do was tone them so tone tone their growth in like the kind of test tubes that they were in mm -hmm. to make sure that when they were ready to be to come out of that test tube that they were that they could breathe on their own so mm -hmm. it was tuning you know fine tuning their 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 physical essence so to speak yes yes indeed and so i did not want to use my voice anymore because it was misused mm -hmm. Understood. Understood. So in this lifetime, they had to slap it out of me. <laughs> well, I actually happen to be the counterpart to you. You're the mermaid. I was the merman. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Yes. So it's funny how we actually came together. That is yes. awesome. <laughs> that is totally awesome. Yes. I was the merman in the past life. So I, it was crazy because for a while, 
I always wondered where my character traits came from, the things that I now do. you know. I, I do the things that I do. And yeah. it took me to really get knee deep into meditation as well as into the um, energy bending. And once I got really, really in-depth into it, a whole lot of things started actually coming to the yeah. forefront. And I couldn't have been more amazed. <laughs> So if you were a merman, then you are most probably from the Syrian star belt somewhere. Most likely, yes. Yes. Most, likely. <laughs> most aquatics, I call them the aquatic star seeds, come from there. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and then I was born on the Virgo, so. <laughs> oh, I'm a crappy crap. <laughs> My wife is too. <laughs> really? <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, wow. So you were saying that for many years, you were being a SpongeBob. What was that like for you going through that? It was a SpongeBob. I was absorbing everyone's energy around me. Mm -hmm. You know, they were feeling groovylicious and I was feeling like crap. <laughs> kind of like an empath. Yeah, it's kind of like an empath. But again, you know, that's a label because... It's such, as Saint Germain always says, it's a cop-out saying that you're an empath because you can guard your energy just as easily as you leave the portals open to say, hey, everybody, welcome, I'm an empath. You know <laughs> what? You can absorb my energy and I'll absorb yours. That's just the easiest cop-out in the world. Yes, yes, indeed. But we only say these things because we're speaking to the people in a language in which they understand. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's it's just you just gotta you know if you know that you're an empath um before you go out just put a bubble around you because i know that if i were to step into an overfull train carriage going mm -hmm. into london mm -hmm. i would get dizzy don't mm -hmm. think people cared you know yeah. and i just had to keep it together but there were times where i nearly lost it and i just had to sit on my bag in the middle of a full carriage yes uh, but nobody gets up for you because everyone's so self-absorbed they don't care yes. they're all on their electronics you know and they don't yes. care yes but that's that was my own fault in that case because i did not protect myself mm -hmm. once i protected myself and i just put a blue bubble around myself and said mm -hmm. to archangel michael you know, before I hop on the train, can you please protect me? Yes. You know, and that really yes. worked. And a lot of people call that grounding. <laughs> yes. They call it ground. My wife is an empath, so I know. <laughs> yeah. See? See what I'm saying? How all this stuff is coming? It's coming full force. <laughs> I guess yeah, absolutely. You were meant to be. You were meant to connect. So. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so at what time in your life did you come into this type of understanding well it wasn't it went in stages mm. it really went in stages and i i think i i mean i i started reading the tarot when i was about 1920 mm -hmm. um so i did a lot of tarot readings for people at the time okay um was going through toxic relationships and you know not understanding why everything just why things just didn't really work out mm -hmm. but uh, i mean i think it was in 2009 when i was out in holland 
and my ex was from the U.S. and he came over. He was, he was like this part-time crack addict, and I had no idea. And then he landed in bed with the Crips, and I, I tried to help him. Wanted to go to rehab, and but nobody would take him on in the rehab centers in Holland because he didn't have a social for social security for Holland. Uh-huh. And oh my gosh, I I just I saw him with crack hands, and I I I paid for so much for him, and it was just. And then he got he got um he was held for ransom by the Crips in uh-huh. Holland, and um I did help the police uh-huh. at the time. Uh, and they managed to to grab him mm-hmm. when he was at a he was he was at a money grams and he told me and so the police got him mm-hmm. and they deported him back to the U.S. He was thankful that I saved his life. I mean, I had my life threatened by the Crips, and um, uh, even though that was via phone, and the guy said, "I'm going to find you and I'm going to kill you, and if I find your ex." You will never find him. If I find him, I will. You'll find his body in a ditch somewhere. Mm. And so, um, yeah, that was. You know, I tried to take my own life uh, by taking a a, a box full of um, aspirins. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all I all that happened was I got a good night's sleep, <laughs> and I woke up the next day without a headache. But uh, <laughs> you know, my mom got me out of Holland because I was in Holland in the space of like three days. It's back to the UK, mm-hmm. and um, I I went to see a counselor, but a normal counselor, and she said, "Well, Brigitte, you're going to be fine. You're strong enough." But that wasn't helping me. What what right. what good is that going to do me? Exactly. So then I was, you know, researching on the internet because for me it was very much about self discovery. Mm-hmm. I had to figure things out. It wasn't like somebody saying, "Hey, Brigitte, go and see this this healer." And so I found someone, um, and that's how I rolled into Reiki. Mm-hmm. And so she really helped me. And so I became one of her students, and I did level one and two. But rather than doing it in, in the space of a weekend, which happens nowadays, right? In, mm-hmm. in yes, a weekend, you've got your Reiki level one. <laughs> Whoa, you're a healer. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. It takes time, it and does. it takes case studies and self-healing. Yes. Um, so, 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 you know, that's what I did. But that was the start of my journey. And I studied many other healing modalities, like holistic nutrition, EFT, um, even drug and alcohol abuse because I really wanted to understand the mind of addicts and why they, you know, why they do the things Mm -hmm. they do. But even when they go into recovery and they go to these um, AA meetings or uh, any of of these type of meetings, it's like, you know, they say, I'm so-and-so and and I'm a coke addict or I'm an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And that keeps keeps this person in that vicious cycle because they keep saying, I'm an addict, I'm an alcoholic. No, you're not. Why do you keep reaffirming that you are? You don't understand what you are feeding your mind. Mm -hmm. Your mind thinks, oh, it's okay. It's okay, you know, I'm an addict, it's okay. But it's that's, that's the thing, that's the power of the mind. And so that's how it's, you know, that's how it started for me. And I have many more difficult uh, trials and tribulations with another uh, toxic relationship. And then it was to the point I was so badly harassed when I was in Florida. Bless his heart, because, Mm. you know, he he lost his mom and he he 
he had a reckless. And so he was trying to save the relationship with me and mm. not fixing the relationship with himself. Exactly. And so I was, but you know what? I was a broken bird. So what did I attract? Broken birds, right? <laughs> yes. And I was, I was trying coming. to fix them up. <laughs> but what I needed to do was fix myself. Yes. And so, but with that relationship, I mean, that's when I got into channeling. And that's when I walked through the Akashic records, mm -hmm. uh, Akashic um, uh, records, you know, of healing. Uh, and that was pretty phenomenal for me because, so, I mean, Akashic record healing is powerful. Yes, it is. Because what people don't realize is that two people in this lifetime who have had, you know, past lives together mm -hmm. and they take part of that karma with them here. Mm -hmm. And if something is toxic and you walk through these holes, mm -hmm. the energy changes because you've let go, but the other person also changes. That's how powerful it is. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like creating a, um, a cosmic debt, you know, yes. it from one place to another place and not realizing, okay, this needs to be fixed or else you're going to constantly keep transferring this from one lifespan to the other. But eventually people get it together and finally get it taken care of. It's just crazy how it takes so long for that to happen <laughs> well yes it, it does but it's a choice whether you want to heal or not it's always a choice i always say there's no right or wrong in how you choose to experience life mm -hmm. there really isn't it is i mean some no and some people will take longer and for some it will take many lifetimes to mm -hmm. figure it out but it's all right exactly exactly a lot of people should um understand more about the the positives and the negatives as opposed to a right and a wrong um a right and a yeah. wrong puts the misunderstanding of what a positive and a negative is for i mean your positive and your negatives create balance that, that we just talked about but then when you start talking about right and wrong now you're entering personal feelings that technically have nothing to do with creating a balance in life <laughs> <laughs> so these are the things that i would love for people all over the world to get more in tune with because i think that the world would be a better place and we could possibly finally put that piece to the puzzle together that's going to elevate us somewhere that we're not familiar with yet <laughs> yeah absolutely well we'll get there you know we'll get there collectively we'll get there but it's it's going to take past our lifetimes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So what do you feel has been your biggest accomplishment in your journey for, um, for, uh, <laughs> for, for light, light healing, for empowerment? How biggest accomplishment? That's a tough one. I know. Um, I always say because it's tough because everything we do in life is an accomplishment. Everything we do is we achieve something every single day. Mm -hmm. um, I did. It's funny you mentioned that. I, you know, several years ago, I said to my mom, I said, you know, look at me. I'm in my early 40s. I have nothing to show for. I lost everything again. Uh, came back broke because I was waiting for my house to be sold in Florida. I said, I've got 
no job right now, even though I got one six weeks down the line because I had to apply left, right, and center. <laughs> I said, I'm not married. I don't have kids. I don't have a mortgage. I don't have a home. What have I achieved in life? You know, everyone settled down. And my mom said, Brigitte, look at your life. You know, it's been different because you've traveled so much. You've seen the world. Many people can say that they've, you know, they've traveled and seen the world. She's like, you've bought two homes, you know, and now you've sold them. She's like, but you've never been a quitter. So, and you know, you've got so, you've achieved so much in your life. It's just not the norm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so it's, I still look and I think, you know, this is the thing with me. That's my mindset. I always say, do you know what? I can do better. I can achieve more. And that's what keeps me going. Yes. Well, I put it like this. Um, You may be um, seeking the type of relationships that involves the companion of someone that will actually be right there with you all the time. But you already have it <laughs> in yes. in the power that you're helping other people find yes absolutely their lives so someone is always there maybe not the way that your mind wants it to be but they're there <laughs> yeah and that was in the past. Now I, I always say, you know what? I understand what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm here in service of humanity. I'm here to empower people mm-hmm. back to their soul essence to live a more abundant and fulfilled life. Yes, indeed. And that is that is far, far, far more precious than anything else. It is. And living in that superficial grid of existence, right? Yes. And... Um, compartmentalizing everything Um, and i just no (laughs) i'd rather be flying high above the clouds (laughs) yes indeed yes indeed (laughs) forget about cloud nine let's go past that (laughs) (laughs) cloud nine has had enough acknowledgement has gotten enough energy let's get past it <laughs> so also on your journey, um, what are some of the more recent experiences you've had in terms of how you help people and what does it what has have you seen happen for them? So uh as I mentioned earlier, the person that went in for surgery, not having any fear, but it's also um here when I've used the sound whatever whenever I use the sound balls people are like and I do the light language people are like but they become speechless they're like I'm sorry I can't talk right now (laughs) so and then they'll come back and they're like it's just so amazing because I can just feel it in my core Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what it's meant to do um and I'm not I do not work in the usual way Mm -hmm. I don't I don't follow the rules yes right the earthly <laughs> rules i yes. just combine things and i have always done that always done that awesome um so uh what did another per- another person said because she was feeling really depressed and so she came to see me and i had a one-hour session with her actually 
And she left because she couldn't even talk. And then two days later, she came back to me. And she's like, you know, it helped uplift my spirit so much. I could, I had so much more clarity, which is what I needed, mm. you know, to move forward. Um, and she's doing, she's doing pretty well and she keeps working on herself. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So I um, this, are there, are there times where, um, because you being a female, if you're helping a male, does it, does in some way he block the energy because he's not feeling comfortable with you as a No, because people will always approach me. But it's funny because people don't always know how to approach me. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Um, but I always say the right people will be put onto my path. Mm-hmm. and they will and, and you know they are mostly open they're mostly open to it so that's okay awesome. um but i'm sure i will come across people at some stage that will say you know what that's a lot of garbage that you do that's fine i won't love them any less <laughs> that's true <laughs> i'm definitely with you on that <laughs> so, so did you did, before we continue did you want to like a minute demo of the light language you say, did I have one? A no, time? do you want a demo, a one-minute oh. demo of the light language? By all means, then... let's get it. <laughs> let's okay. get it. <laughs> we want to concentrate on healing? Yes. Yeah, yeah. should we do that? Yes. Okay. All right, you're going to see me do funny hand movements, but that's just the way that I speak with mm. the light language. Let's make it happen. <laughs> okay. I'm not kidding. 10 seconds. Yo. Okay. Okay. You know, uh, there's some new ones. All right. I'll go with it. I always say, you know what? Let the light flow through your crown chakra. And let it expand within your body. Okay. Feel that healing go through throughout your body. And let the negativity flow out through your feet and let it be recycled within the earth space. Love it. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. 
Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. So, so much. I understand I'm high in my head. <laughs> Trust and believe. I understand more than I let on. <laughs> I'm just trying to it's it's, it's it. the energy is it's it's awesome. It's more than just human words. And a lot of times we look at human words and we try to think of the word that has the most powerful meaning, but is more than human words. Human words are not enough. <laughs> no, and that's okay. And that's okay. Because again, your soul processes it and it understands it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Mm. And it feels good. <laughs> yeah, that's the main thing, right? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I actually did a um, energy bending exercise with mm -hmm. I was standing right in front of her. And of course, I use like my candles, my water, things of that nature. And I have those things around us. And she was totally surprised at the things that I was able to see. She was totally surprised. She was like, I cannot believe that you saw that. She said, that is something that no one has ever seen before. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a lot of times what it is is I connect just like you do. I connect with the soul and yep. my conversations or things that I talk about or questions are directly to the soul, not so much as to your subconscious mind. <laughs> yeah. So when I do that, it allows me to see things that the average person would not see, which enables me to help a person overcome whatever things that they're having in their human life a lot easier and a lot faster <laughs> yeah that's what we call the same with light language it's a shortcut to healing mm -hmm. yes yes indeed yes indeed <laughs> but why take the long road that we've taken right when there is a shortcut and you're like hey you want to feel better have a couple of sessions and you'll be rocking your world yes indeed yes indeed <laughs> i love it i love it oh my goodness Ooh. and we use i use like sometimes i do like aromatherapy because you know yeah since actually help a lot of people it just depends on the person so it does <laughs> you know it's funny you mentioned that because i studied aromatherapy and then I did aroma touch with doTERRA oils uh -huh. but I didn't stick to the oil through all the oils <laughs> to, the, to the normal oils it would be it would depend on the person that would be lying on the table yes. because sometimes as you know my guide said they will need this and this oil and so I would use different oils uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, you know you you listen you don't follow the exact you know the exact guideline as given exactly but you listen to your guides yes yes because your guides are going to tell you because you're not the same as the person that's teaching you so your guides nope. are going to tell you how to do it in a way that's going to be more beneficial to you yeah so much is more beneficial to the person that introduces to you and that's what some people don't 
understand is the person that introduces something to you has done their job because they've introduced it to you. It's up to your soul to say, hey, whoa, this is where I was supposed to be. (laughs) Your soul accepts that and reciprocate what's going on. Then now you're being enlightened to something and they're opening your eyes and opening your mind and opening your soul to something that your body already had, but now we just reawaken it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is beautiful. <laughs> this is beautiful. So in your journey, tell me um, the top five things that always come to you regardless of who you're working with are are you talking about the guides that come to me the well if it's if it's the guides if it's the different types of energy if it's messages whatever the top five things are oh well that's it's a fusion of many things um so it will always be Again, it depends who I'm working with, but normally, because I I also have the archangels come through, I have the ascended masters come through. Mm-hmm. I will have the galactics come through, depending who I work with, and messages as well. But it, it's it it, it differs mm-hmm. um, because you know not everyone wants to receive a message, yes. so and that's fine, and I I respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I work a lot with Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, Raphael yeah, and the Ascended Master Saint Germain, and um, Hilarion as well, and the Ascended mm-hmm. Master Todd. But like I said, it differs because there's so many of them. Yes, yes, there are. <laughs> Far more than we can count. <laughs> yes, and, you know, when people channel them, it's it's for some, they will come across very serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me now they have a massive sense of humor and i must say that on on the road to self-discovery right and recovering re- recovering who i who i who you know who i who i am mm-hmm. well, i'm still recovering myself you know mm-hmm. um but yeah it was mostly the ascended master saint germain and i think his quirky sense of humor really kept me going okay. it, it's uh especially in in the difficult times so I, I'm glad, I'm glad I have, you know, I've always had their support up there. Mm-hmm. So, But it's not like, as you, as you well know, it's mm-hmm. when we choose to heal, it's not like they're going to wave a magic wand. You have to do the work. Exactly. So like with Archangel Michael, you know what, if you want to face your fears, well, he's going to shove your face straight into your fears to overcome them. Quick very quick yes. <laughs> very quick <laughs> if you don't overcome them with him you probably won't ever overcome them <laughs> believe me <laughs> yeah so when you first started out what were some of the toughest challenges you faced and how have they helped you now i think when i started out i mean you know because i've taught many workshops and you know, I taught Reiki as well. And I, every challenge I've had, I've turned into opportunities because mm-hmm. I used to face my fears. Um, but I have often been ridiculed 
And that is something that I've really had to come to terms with. Now I don't care. I don't have that fear. I don't have that shame label. I don't care what people think of me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't. And um, yeah, so those were my biggest challenges. And I was always afraid that when I stood in front of a class that I was going to say something wrong or do something wrong. Mm-hmm. Even when I, I did meditations okay. uh, for groups, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I hope I'm going to do it right. I hope I'm not too squeaky. You know, all these things were running through my head. And then at the end, they were like, oh, that was really beautiful. And I was like, oh, great. But I had that real fear, you know, within me. Uh And um, yeah, that, 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 that took some time. Okay, good, good. So, but you know, that's, that's life, right? That's life. We build up our confidence through our experiences. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. And the more accomplishments we have, the better we feel and yeah. the more we're willing to go further. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So when you were in the modeling industry, as I too was in the modeling industry, what were some of the things you had to endure? You know, I mean, the modeling industry is rife. I mean, in the 90s, I mean, it was rife with abuse. Um, There was so much of that going on. I mean, I mean, I was abused in New York or assaulted in New York. Um, I never reported it because I wasn't exactly, even though I don't believe in all this, right? Mm -hmm. I wasn't, wasn't exactly legal. So it would be my word against, you know, his word. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I mean, you know, and I've had stylists feel feel me up, you know, when putting on my clothes and stuff like that. It's just a horrible industry. It's a cattle market. You know, mm-hmm. you went you went down with your portfolio at the time and mm-hmm. you had your comp card or your Z card. Yep. And they would flick through <laughs> my portfolio really quickly, take my comp card and then say, next. Yeah, you'd stand there for two, three hours sometimes yeah. just waiting to be seen. Yeah. And it, it it was just ridiculous. And I always got a no because they said, well, you look too much like Brooke Shields or you look too much like Linda Evangelista in your pictures or Nikki Taylor. Uh-huh. Oh, Margot, Margot, I can't remember her name. Heatherich, Hem, Hem, I can't remember. But oh. um, it was, I was just not getting anywhere. And I wasn't the type to sleep around because I knew of models that slept around. Yeah. And, um, you know, I... I, I didn't starve myself for the modeling industry that I just had other issues of trauma that I went through. You know, as I said, abuse as a child, I was bullied at school too. I was bullied in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my dad when I was 14. Um, um, and my mom thought maybe modeling would give me a boost, a confidence boost, but it just, that, yeah, it just didn't work for me. And then when my stepdad died, when I was um, 20, what was it, tw- early 20s? Mm-hmm. um yeah in 2000 he died in 2000 and um you know i got in what you would say the wrong crowd with drugs and mm-hmm. i used that for several months i couldn't I, I nearly killed myself and um taking too many e's one night and that didn't turn out very well for me but mm-hmm. you know i told my mom and uh, the first thing she said to me well are you still using and i said no so that was but uh, I just never made it in the modeling industry. I just wasn't thick skinned. And mm. even when I was in New York, when I went to see Click, I mean, the owner wanted to take me on. She really liked my look. She said, well, you know what? Your portfolio needs to be updated. Your age is not an issue. Because I was 27 at the time. Okay. 
And then I went to see the head booker and she's like, mm-hmm. uh, no. <laughs> I was like, that, no. So the owner takes me on, head booker, no. And then Karen Lee from uh, Karen, Karen Models in New York mm-hmm. really liked my look, but she's like, it's the age. And I thought, and she's like, I wish someone of your age would break that age barrier. And I'm thinking, well, then just take me on. But, you know, never took me on. So I did a lot of stuff for Craigslist and, um, you know, got paid a little bit here and there. But I could never live of it because if if I had tried to do that, I would have been living under a bridge. (laughs) It's just one of these things. But it's not. I think the industry has changed, but it it just wasn't for me. It was an experience, definitely. But uh, I just wasn't cutthroat enough. It's just not my nature. Gotcha. Gotcha. Totally understood. Totally understood. It was a little bit different mm. for me. I didn't have to go through as many hurdles. I totally understand. But that whole thing of having someone dress you is just, it just mm. kind of felt like it took my independence away sometimes. And yeah. I didn't, I didn't like feeling that way at all. Um, and I mean, I had fun because the person that I was modeling for she was actually a college student one of those college students who actually had money so I was getting paid to do my modeling Mm. the one thing that actually ended it is when she thought that I would sleep with her not gonna happen sorry (laughs) wrong guy (laughs) I know guys have this um, stereotypical reputation that you would sleep with anybody and anything. Um, not that guy. No, no, I, I hear you. <laughs> and she quickly found out and she quickly departed and I never got a chance to model for anybody else after that, but it's okay. Fine with that. <laughs> yep. It was fun while it lasted. Time to move on to something else. <laughs> yep. And I'm not, I'm not bitter with her or angry or any of that. I just, I don't have time to waste my energy. I'm trying to utilize my energy to benefit not only myself, but to help other people. So, yeah, you know, when I was out in New York, so I didn't really, I, like I said, I just had a few modeling jobs. So I just, I just wanted to work in a bar. Right. Mm -hmm. So I started hosting and then. I worked uh, in several places as a bartender and just got on the promotional circuit. Mm-hmm. I made a killing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's the one thing I have never been without work. You can put me in the desert. Yes. And I will still find work because that is my mentality. Yes. Yes, indeed. That's how I am. I will find something. In regards to where I'm at, you could. Mm-hmm suspend me in animation and i'm going to find something to do (laughs) yeah regardless i'm going to find something to do (laughs) so tell us a little bit about um you said you were a bit of a turtle (laughs) why was that (laughs) yeah because I, i was a bit of a turtle and suffered from donkey syndrome so every time i went through an experience uh it was like they were like up there, well, you know what? She's not listening. Well, we're going to, she's not really learned from this relationship. Let's give her a different package and different circumstances, different country. Um, but let's make it a bit more difficult. 
and then that 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 you know i kept hurting myself i kept starving myself because i was so needy because i was trying to as i always say i was trying to fix the other person mold them to the way i wanted them exactly but i i had to like i said i had to fix myself i had to fix the the holes in my own swiss cheese <laughs> and um because i tell you i was bullet ridden Oh, wow. And uh, <laughs> so that's why I was such a slow turtle. And because it's not like I came with a cheat sheet, you know, um, I I really had to go on the road of self-discovery mm -hmm. to figure it all out. And yeah. that's why it took me a long time. But like I said, I wouldn't have it any other way. And so you will always repeat the same experiences if you do not learn from them they're just packaged in a different way and they become more persistent and more difficult if you choose not to learn and they will just keep throwing them oh well you're not learning oh well there you go here's another one. Oh my goodness you just <laughs> said the same thing that i teach my children all the time i tell them Irregardless of what your experiences are in life, make sure that you learn from them. Because if yes. you don't learn from them, then you're going to keep having the same experience over and over again. Maybe in a different way, but you're going to keep having that same experience yes. over and over again. Once you learn from it and do what you need to do to overcome it, then you graduate to the next level of life. And Absolutely. The next level, then you have other things that you need to overcome. You just have to keep going. You cannot allow yeah. yourself to stop. <laughs> well, it's the same with playing, you know, um, Mario Brothers or Donkey Kong, right? Yes. So you, you play, you play the level, and you keep getting killed, and it's like oh. Oh, I have to start it again. But eventually, you master that level, and yeah. then you go on to the next level mm -hmm. because you've true. overcome that experience. <laughs> same thing. True. But now they kind of coddle the children in games now because. When they're playing the games, they don't start them over from the beginning to make them learn why they got killed in the first place. They say, okay, they say, um, resume where you were. And now they got to try to battle through that, that last one place where they got killed, but you still haven't learned anything. All you know is, okay, that's all right. I get killed. I'll go back to the same place I was, and then I can keep going from there. It's not really a learning experience. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a pass. <laughs> you don't want to constantly keep getting a pass because after a while, when the pass run out, then what you gonna do? You gonna start playing the video games and go find something else to do? <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's what what can I say? <laughs> so in your time that you were holding down these different jobs and had to plant your feet in the world, what are some of the types of people that you had to endure? <laughs> well, I've met many what you would call celebrities. Uh -oh. uh, not that I care, but um, I've had I've had some people, especially in New York. Um, one of the ex-giants uh, harassed me. Uh, literally, oh my gosh, would not stop yes. calling me. Sent flowers to my work in New York I and mean, in the restaurant I worked in. I refused to take them. And the, guy, the bartenders like who came back from a smoke outside said, please take them because he's standing across the street. I said, no, I'm not taking those flowers. I said, keep them. 
<laughs> you know, stuff like that. But I've met many interesting characters, um, you know, both toxic, non-toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I, I mean, I've seen, I mean, uh, what's his name? Benicio del Toro brushed past me once off his face. Just like nearly knocking me over, not <laughs> just t- t- didn't even notice me. Um, I can't even remember. I've met so many people, but it's it's been very interesting. Regardless of which country I've been to, mm-hmm. it's been I've learned so much about different cultures. And um, I, like I said, I mean, e- even when I you know when I lived out in Istanbul in Turkey, I just blended in like a chameleon because that was my attitude you know i'm no different than anyone else mm-hmm. um well new york is a bit of a jungle it, that's just it is a bit of a jungle but uh, i i did enjoy germany i loved south africa when i was out there mm-hmm. um yeah i grew up in singapore malaysia so that's different too oh wow oh yeah wow. <laughs> so, but the clothing uh, that I get are from from Singapore, Malaysia. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow, that is pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I've met many interesting and diverse people, and they've they've all been a piece of the puzzle to my life. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. So, where you are now in your life as opposed mm-hmm. to where you were mm-hmm. if you had to put a percentage on it how much growth will you say you've obtained night and day probably about from back then to now it's a difference between night and day yes yes <laughs> can't put a percentage on it but it's a difference between night and day um <laughs> And if you ask me in 10 years time, it's probably going to be another difference between night and day because we make that choice to evolve and to progress. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And it's up to us to keep it going. <laughs> yes. So um, does does your diet play a part in what you do and how so? I think diet is very important. You know, I mean, your body is your, your body is a temple. So we, you know, treat it as such. And people forget that, you know, they, they throw so much junk at it because every, so much food is processed. Yes. You know, it's full of chemicals. Yes. Um, and so I always listen to my body to to you know it's it's i listen to my body it doesn't mean i have my wine gums now and then you know or my kit kats but i do have all my fruits and vegetables uh-huh. and i know exactly my body will scream at me if i overeat uh-huh. um, because because we live in these changing times your body is also changing yes so it's starting to vibrate at a higher frequency a higher frequency yeah and for those people that eat loads of junk food, they remain at that lower density. Yes. And that's also done, all these processed foods, all this junk food that's done so by design mm. to keep you in that lower vibrational energy. Yes. Yeah, but if we if we meditate on a daily basis and people say, well, I don't have time for that. Um, that's a lot of, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. what is 10 minutes out of your day? 20 minutes. So you know, go to YouTube. 
listen to David G, for instance, 20 minutes, boom, and just follow the instructions. Yeah. Because it's kind of like he infuses transcend trend, that, transcendental mm. meditation yeah. with, you know, the mantra. Um, I like to listen to that sometimes, but I also believe that the breath is very important. Yes. Because people breathe very shallow rather than breathing all the way down to their root chakra. Um, and that's very, very important. But yeah, my diet is really important to me. Mm. And um, it also, depending on what you eat, it will also help with, of course, your health, but also your energy levels. Mm -hmm. And I take my supplements, so... Awesome. Awesome. So what are your main supplements? So I, it varies. Again, I listen to what my body needs, mm -hmm. but I do, I have, um, <laughs> when I say mushrooms, it's like, what? No, but I, no, it's the herbal, the herbal stuff. Yes. So like chaga and, um, I have seven different ones in a, it's all powder form and you can put it in your cereal yeah. um, or your yogurt. And, um, then I have one for gut health. Um, and then the other one is for um, uh, for energy levels and, and your hair, which, mm. I mean, it's insane. It's insane how powerful this is because it's organic, you know? Yeah. It's not cheap, but you don't need to use a lot. I know what you mean. I know what you mean because I use it in... Um... Every once in a while, I don't use it all the time, but I use an organic biotin. And yeah. biotin is actually good for the hair, the nails. Yeah, I've got that too. And so I'll, I'll definitely do that. And as far as my gut health, I actually drink a tea that's yeah. specifically made for gut health. And then I eat grapefruit because it helps with the leptins. And yep. it also helps to regulate your body so that you're going as frequently as you need to and not yep. that you have to. <laughs> Why well, that's you know, I eat I eat apples instead. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey. It works too. It works, yeah. right? Whatever works. Yeah, it works. <laughs> and that's the thing. People need to learn to listen to their bodies. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You have to. You have to listen to your body. Your body speaks in what humanity would know as a silent communication, but it's yeah. far from silent. <laughs> it is far. It is far from silent. You know, when I used to starve myself, when I was going through my own trauma, mm -hmm. it's like my body was screaming, you bitch, I need food, <laughs> I need fuel. What are you doing to me? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> So let me ask you something, and I've asked a couple of people this before, but you're in a whole wavelength, a whole different wavelength. So I just want to know when you were going through your time of using the paraphernalia. Yep. What, if you can remember, what was your mindset like? What was like some of the things that you would focus on that weren't related to that? Well, I mean, that was a different time. I mean, you know, my stepdad had just passed away and my mom was leaning on me. So I just wanted to escape the pain, the pain that I felt and the grief that I felt. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, like I said, I just wanted to be 
people didn't really listen to me. So if I wasn't the happy person that people normally saw me as, you know, because I was always happy, and I spoke of my stepdad, I only had time to speak about him for like two minutes before it was like said and done. They were like, oh, okay, you know what? Um, it's kind of like I had the feeling it was enough. Mm -hmm. And um, I just, I, I felt like I didn't want to be left out. And, you know, this is this social peer pressure, if you want to call it that, right. you know, because you want to fit in. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it just, yeah, it was just my mindset. I was just so far gone. Um, yeah, I mean, I was working, I had a job, but um, yeah, I just want, I just felt I wanted to fit in. I just wanted to be happy. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't the way to do it. Oh, but, uh, you know, you live and learn. Yes, yes, we all live and learn, and especially when we're willing to live and learn, because that's yeah. that's one of the key things. We have to be willing to do that in order to make any type of changes in our lives. We have to be willing to do it. And yes, you do. You've come a long way. You've definitely I, yes, I have. Definitely I have something to be proud of. You have something to um testify about you definitely have something that you can definitely utilize as a tool to help embody the betterment of others yes and you know i think it's very important for people to understand that your experiences are meant to help elevate your awareness and expand your awareness and not meant to taunt you or to downgrade you in any way. Exactly. You know, everything. I mean, I always say life is like this game of cosmic evolution. And it really is. Mm -hmm. And you're a, you're, I'm not a, pawn, a player on the board game of life. Yes. How you choose to roll the dice, how you choose to experience life is entirely up to you. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So let me ask you this one question. How do you feel about the people with the indie experiences? Do you feel that those are on the higher plane or do you feel that they may or may not actually be having the experiences that they dictate wait which group of people indie which is our near-death experiences the people who pass away in the hospital and the, somehow oh yes yeah yes ndas yes <laughs> uh i've met some people that have experienced ndas awesome. uh, and they come back it's very interesting it's very interesting because they do see some i mean many remember uh -huh. i have someone who remembers seeing the ascended master saint germain okay um and that when he fell he was he was held by the ascended master saint germain uh -huh. um so i do believe that of course i definitely do believe that what i do not believe in anymore is death there is no death there is there's only the release of the physical embodiment that you once were when you cross uh -huh. over now you have a choice whether you want to go back into the recycle pool of of reincarnation uh -huh. and go through that tunnel or you decide nah i'm going back home mm -hmm. going back home to you know the planet that i belong to 
Mm -hmm. So everything is a choice. Exactly. So in that choice, do you believe that a person can actually be rejected from their choice if they have not fulfilled their duty? Again, there's no right or wrong in how you choose to experience life. So does it really matter? No, have you, but they can say you go through your life review Uh and they're like, well, and they stop at certain points and they're like, oh yeah, but I could have done that actually. But it's only because I'm sitting up here now with you guys and now I'm remembering why I went down (laughs) in the first place. (laughs) I made a bit of a mess of it, but you over, right? Yes, yes, indeed. (laughs) That's it, because they still graduate. I mean, they will still have had an impact on other people. Yes, yes. I was looking at what's called the Blue Project, right? So the Blue Project is where these government officials have a conversation with an extraterrestrial. The extraterrestrial, so they say, they to make a long story short, they they ask them, so you've seen God, right? And the extraterrestrials say, we've long surpassed the superstitions. We don't, we don't see that. We don't say that anymore. And they was like, so what do you mean? It is like all the people who pretty much believe in God, Jesus, and all these things, you mm. don't believe in inanimate, you know, things or, or actually believing in something that you've never seen or that's not tangible. So the government officials got angry about that and started to tase the extraterrestrial. And I'm just like, he just gave you the truth. So they said, um, and he was explaining to them that we don't, the human body doesn't, the human soul doesn't die. You only transfer. And yes. he said, once, the, once the soul transfers, then you do whatever it is that you want to do or whatever you need to do. You go on to the next level of whatever your learning experiences are. And they was like, huh, really? And they tased him again. I'm just like, what in the world? What what kind of understanding do you people have that you're going to keep tasing this being for telling you the truth? That doesn't make sense to me. So I was just like, you know what? (laughs) I'll stay away from those types of people and I'll continue to learn what I need to learn on my journey. (laughs) Yeah, but everyone is, we're all part of source. We're all part of creator. Mm -hmm. And that that is like, well, how can we be God? Well, of course you are God. You are a creator in your own right. You are part of that same spark of energy Mm -hmm. of the overall creator. Mm -hmm. And so... Extraterrestrials say um we're all a part of existence and yes. they asked them so what is existence what is existence what do you mean by that he said everything in this world that you know about that you see that's tangible yep. to you it's all a part of existence and he's mm-hmm. like so there is no god but there is existence they said the only true religion the extraterrestrials said the only true religion is love there yes. is no other religion that ever existed. All these other things are things that are man-made. And yes. they got angry with him because they're like, oh, you don't believe in God? Keep tasting. Kept, I was just like this. <laughs> I couldn't watch it. I couldn't keep watching mm. it 
over and over again just because you don't want to hear the truth you want to keep tasing the extraterrestrial for telling you the truth i just left it alone (laughs) but what can i say we live and we learn (laughs) yep so tell us um how we can reach you how if you have any social media sites or anything that we can reach to learn more about um light what is it called i'm sorry light language <laughs> light language that's what i meant to say thank you thank you so tell us <laughs> we can how we can find you and learn more yeah can i just say one thing before sure. i go into that um so the earth right was created by the architects and many planets were created by architects and it's taken thousands of years because everything is consciousness and mother earth is like a baby and it's growing through it's going through growth spurts now Mm -hmm. just like we grow just like we grow up from baby to you know um to, to teens and adults so we go through growth spurts mm-hmm. and right now mother earth is growing through a growth through a growth spurt yes indeed. and it's the those at the top well those at the top that you do not see mm-hmm. they're trying to keep mother earth's energy centers in check because mother earth also has has chakras just like we do you know mother earth is a living breathing uh of course living breathing consciousness mm-hmm. um yes so indeed. yeah when we when we stamp on her because we walk on our surface we so many people just hurt her mm-hmm. and they don't even realize it no they don't even realize it <laughs> so yeah that's just what i wanted to add but awesome. you can find me on www.powersoulhealing.com and I'm also on Facebook, but I'm not exactly a social media buff. Can't, be, can't always be bothered. <laughs> too much tit for tat, and just too many opinionated people, and it just does my head in sometimes. But bless them, though. But that's social media for you, right? Yes, yes, it's indeed. all about conforming your thoughts. Yes. Um, and all about fitting in, and all these pictures of look what I've got, look what I've achieved, you know, and look at my body, and you don't know what's illusion, what's Photoshop, what's real, what's not. Yes, yes indeed. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I am on Instagram under Universal Light Warriors and Facebook also under Universal Light Warriors. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I love it, I love it, I love it. You definitely shed some light in this direction. <laughs> Thank you. And of course, my book is available, my book Becoming Authentically Me is available on Amazon. Okay, awesome. Yep. Hey, nah, I love that. Because I, too, am a published author. Yes, indeed. Yes. I did read that. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. I, I love I love the authorship. I love um, the art of creative writing, showing things, teaching things, um, yeah. sharing experiences. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's the way to empower people and to inspire people. Yes. Yes. And people deserve to be empowered they deserve to learn more 
they deserve to reach higher levels in life. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I truly thank you, Miss B. You have definitely been an inspiration to me. I am super happy that you've been on my show. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you've definitely been a blessing. And I truly hope that you continue. Do not let anything stop you. Please keep it going. Because the world needs And I can say the same about you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Peace and blessings, Ms. B. Thank you so much. Once again, I will get this thing out here ASAP. Wow. God, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>